In this episode, I'd really like to talk about how companies are trying to reduce costs by negotiating amount they pay out to product companies and how they are controlling their expenditures. Retail companies are now forced to change their IT landscape, move towards cost-efficient alternatives that are available in open source, and also move towards flexible products that have an architecture which allows them to talk with cheaper, most cost-efficient solutions that keep coming up every day that are faster, better quality, highly secure, good in performance as well, and cheaper. So monolith applications like Salesforce and SAP, which lock in the customer, lock in the architecture, which are not flexible in being able to talk with new great products that keep coming up in the market, as well as not very cost efficient, are being challenged. So in my experience working with fortune companies and collaborating with global teams and developing B2B as well as B2C e-commerce systems. I'm currently involved in consulting for an e-commerce system and redoing their entire e-commerce uh, landscape with a new PWA architecture uh, system type of implementation. So it's a very complex, comprehensively built design and it is going to be replacing an SAP system with Salesforce as its front end and a lot of the connected systems which are product information management systems and product lifecycle management systems and tax automation systems and handling returns and so on and so forth. Retailers are constantly under pressure to offer the best to their customers. And not just that, there are constant market demands, you know, provide the products at a lower cost, provide superior products and differentiate. And a substantial portion of this is superior user experience that now happens online. And Managing rollout of an e-commerce system like this can be very complex if it's thought about in a global scale with so many regions and so many languages, legalities, tax differences, logistical differences, and so on and so forth. Implementation, integration, and rollout experience really matters in handling such projects and leveraging standardized processes and procedures in accordance with industry best standards and ability to work with cross-cultural teams not mindful of language barriers to closely collaborate with all kinds of teams globally also becomes extremely important. And then the system I'd like to focus on today is product information management systems. There's a lot of competitors out there and a lot of products out there like Salsify, Akinio, and connected to product lifecycle management system upstream and then to the storefront downstream. And the storefront is basically, you know, the Salesforce solution or a Magento solution, which is recently bought out by Adobe. And that in turn connects with order management system and warehouse management systems and so on and so forth. The risks involved and the important factors in decision-making and choosing the right tool to manage the product information where the PIM comes into play. It is the output of the catalog data, which has both the product data as well as the category data most of the retail companies have. PIM is where your merchandiser or marketing team would go to to create or update or view information about a product. So it's no longer an island, and the whole idea is to successfully and seamlessly connect it to the e-commerce system so information can float from the back end to whatever channel you want the product information to flow into. It's very important to choose wisely. Product companies like uh, SAP, Salesforce, uh, which are very expensive and big, large, lumbering fortune companies have always adopted solutions, and they pay a lot. Now, 
companies like are trying to reduce costs because of pressure from the market. They're falling revenues. The license cost is looked at. There are open source solutions as well because Kineo, for example, has got an open source PIM solution, but it has less functionality out of the box. And then you have commerce or enterprise versions, which are paid versions, which is hosted on the product side. That can be opted. And when you host it on the product side, bad setups or server side misconfigurations, etc., and failures can be averted and risks can be mitigated. And people are also hosting in Kubernetes, which is an option as well. So stakeholders log into the web page and whatever scenario is chosen, the data management is convenient and modules are built on top of the PIM solution that can handle the data management. And the objective is to have no less functionalities than what you already have today. So that has to be a benchmark. To accomplish that, it is important to understand the features of what you want to have and see how you can onboard whatever information from supplying systems, be it string inputs or JSON files, etc., and implement a one source of truth in the PIM that you can choose to implement. You can point attributes you want to syndicate from the PIM solution to several other channels that you want to distribute the data to. That could be retail channels as well as e-commerce channels and so on. So when you buy a paid product, you have under SLA APIs that are provided by the PIM company, product company, Akini or Salsify or whatever it is that pulls information from the PIM solution. If you choose to go for the community open source version, you have community APIs, which are also available. Those things have limited functionalities and they're commonly offered for configuration. You would have challenges in making sure you know you get it to work the way you want. In paid products, you have non-product entities available as well, where influencers with the product can be had on the reference entities, which may not be available for the free versions. However, there are PIM solutions like, for example, Salsify, which unless you want to really negotiate and you can do that, why on earth would you want to then go for a higher priced items, which really doesn't have anything extra to offer? And that's load tested and perform the same. Negotiate your prices and get yourself a good quote. The prices quoted by the vendors are all not always final. So this is where your knowledge of what is in the market and what works well really comes into play. I hope this podcast helped you understand a little bit on why and how you need to negotiate and look at the products that you're using right now, the license cost, the service costs, and the performance and quality of the product itself as well. Good luck. If you have any comments or concerns, please feel free to write. See you in the next episode. Bye.